What it do, baby? <clears throat> Welcome back to Cafeteria Talk, the podcast where we talk about any and everything. Just like the days at the table, hanging with your boys, your girls, and all the homies. It's your boy, Quattro. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Rob. No introduction needed. Let's get it. What's up, guys? And we are coming at you remotely. I'm, of course, in the city of hills, uh, actually the highest hills um, in Tallahassee at the FAMU University or you, bro, at Florida A&M University. You yeah. know what it is. Go Rattler Strike. Uh, our boy Slick Rob is coming to us from Duval. Duval. You already know. You already Duval. know, man. How you been, man? How's life? Jacksonville still there? Everybody rocking? Yeah, everybody's still rocking. Life's been a little crazy right now because I'm trying to just set up everything when I, because I'm going to be departing from Jacksonville soon to go to Georgia State and Atlanta. So yeah, I'm just trying to figure out my, mainly my housing situation and how I'm paying for these classes. (laughs) A Jacksonville, Florida without Robert Williams, man. Like, bro, hell must have frozen over. Bro, that's crazy. But man, I'm glad everybody's doing well. Like I said before, this is Cafeteria Talk. We will be discussing Zack Snyder's Justice League today. But first, but first, a couple things we got to do. First thing is business. You can follow us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. You can catch us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. And if you follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts, feel free to give us five-star ratings and reviews as we'd like to hear those and see what you guys think of the show, what you guys want to see, want to hear, and all of that jazz. So, but first, before we get into the review and all of that stuff, Slick Rob, we have a special segment we like to do. Tell me about it. Yes, sir. And you already know what we're finna do. Or if you don't, now I'm finna tell you. It's called the put on segment. This is a segment where we basically talk about anything that we may have recently or even not recently over our past time seen, listened to, read, eaten in our boy Prodigy, Prodigy's case that we think you, the people, should check out. And how we do it, we do it from youngest to oldest. Um, I mean, oldest to youngest, my fault. And I'm gonna go first. And I'm going to put y'all on a Hulu original film. I think it's a Hulu original film that just came out um, not too long ago. Um, Jesus, I can't remember the exact name of it. The United States versus Billie Holiday, starring Andrea Day as Miss Billie Holiday. And um, man, what a film. Um, when I saw the trailer, I was I was kind of skeptical about it because I didn't think they'd actually make a Billie Holiday film. I didn't even know it was coming out. I didn't find out it was coming out. It's about two, three weeks before it dropped. And I'm just like, wow. And um, pretty good cast. Um, and Andrea Day, she killed it. I hope she wins that award. Um, I'm gunning for her. But um, And um, I would say there was a few things that were kind of interesting that they, they, that they didn't, that they took to make the movie. Um, but everything was kind of lined up perfectly with Miss Holiday's life. She's one of the most political figures in, I think, U.S., um, history for the African-American community. And um, I believe she, I believe the story was taught, was not taught, was shown very well. And um, visuals were good too. So yeah, if you get the chance, definitely check out 
The United States versus Billy Holiday, starring Andrea Day as Billy Holiday. Check it out. Really good. Yeah, I I I saw it um not too long ago, maybe 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 a month ago. One wasn't that long ago. But amazing. Um I don't know if you mentioned it, Andre Day is is up for the Oscar for Best Actress for her he role is. in that movie. Um and she's up against uh Carrie Mulligan uh for Promising Young Woman. I forgot the lady's name for Nomad Land. I think the lady from Minari is up. No, I think she's supporting. Uh, there's a couple other people that are up there, but honestly, for me, her only competition is the lady from Nomadland. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely falling on her name, but you guys can look that up. But I feel like Andre Day walks away with that Oscar. I mean, it was amazing. Her performance stole the show. Like, it amazing. Um, but in terms of my put on, I'm going to put y'all on a movie by the Russo brothers, you know, the minds behind Avengers, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, Civil War, uh, some of our favorite movies. Um, but I'm going to talk to them, to y'all today about their most recent film on Apple TV plus cherry starring Tom Holland and CR Bravo. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was really, really well done. Um, there, it definitely has its issues, but, um, Tom Holland, his performance was amazing. Like I always give him crap cause I don't like his Spider-Man, but honestly, every movie I've seen where he hasn't, you know, played Spider-Man, I've enjoy it like thoroughly like he did um most notably what was it oh frick i just watched it too devil all the time loved him in that and i I, I loved him in cherry um but honestly the actor highlight um which i think even when i did my review i don't think i gave it to her and i don't know why i didn't but i definitely have to look back at that but um uh cr bravo and y'all, y'all like y'all might not know that name, but y'all do because she played Kendall's little sister in Big Time Rush, the little little sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in this, and like, bro, I don't know, like, where, I know, I'll tell you where she's been the last, you know, however many years we haven't seen her on screen, bro. Acting school, like, bro, I didn't <laughs> know, like, and she wasn't a bad actor in that, like, she was, she put the team on her back in that show, she was really funny in that, but yeah, like, bro, the acting from her was just top tier stuff, like, I could not like. Really, I'm at the point, like, if she puts out anything, like, soon, like, I'm going. Like, I'm watching it. Like, she's got already that, like, she's got a fan in me for sure. I'm oh, watching yeah. that. And it was amazing. She looked great. She did great. Like, everything was so well done about her. Like, if there's any, if there's one, like, 100% positive thing about that movie, it's her. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, that's my point on. Check out Cherry, Apple TV+. Plus. Um, it's like two fifteen runtime. It's, I think it's around like, two fifteen, two thirteen, two fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not crazy long, but it's you know you got some got two hours to kill. Definitely want to check out on Apple TV Plus um, by the Russo brothers. But now it's time to get into it. But first, Slick Rob, you want to walk us through our system for movies? Yes. So. In case y'all have not listened to any of our movie reviews, which is kind of surprising because we have so many, we love movies. But basically, this is how we rate our movies. This is our system. We start with the visuals. How does the movie look? Does it catch the viewer's eye? This encompasses costume, light, scape, and CGI. I mean, scope, sorry. Um, Then we go into story. What's it about? Does it tell a a well-good-paced story? And, like, you know, do you follow it and do you understand it? And then also, then third, implications. What are you left with? And I'm pretty sure with this one, we're left with a lot. Um, do you want more episodes, seasons, and spinoffs? And I've been seeing a lot of people talk about implications are going to be big here, but yeah. And then lastly, 
we give a rating, a score from one to ten. One round down Rudy Poo, boo, garbage, or ten straight fire, gas. We need more of these, basically. And we also adopted the point five system. So yes. So yeah, and that is how we rate our movies. Oh, we also talk about, you know, in regards to story, we talk about characters will be mentioned in there with in regards to story and all that. So yeah. But that's how we rate our movies, y'all. Big bet, big bet. Now I fixed it in the flow because she knew a clown me in the WandaVision uh review. Um speaking of clowning meme, I just wanna quick pause. Quick pause. I don't know if you guys listened to our last sports news dump. Uh, Slick Rob and Kid Kev and Prodigy had, had, to, had, had, to, had a lot to say about me, about me and, and, and all the things that I did. I wasn't even the on that episode. Not, I did the flow. I made sure I got all the free agency stuff. And granted, <laughs> there were some mistakes. But first, I just, me personally, if I was going to record, somebody sent me some notes. I would double check, but that's cool. They felt the need to, to nah. clown me and do <laughs> Bro, all that stuff. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna pull the veil on us real quick. And, and you'd also acted as if I made that by myself because you <laughs> definitely the note was definitely shared with you, and you definitely read exactly. it too. So exactly, I kind of. I mean, at a certain point, I did correct myself. I was like, wait, hold on, I made that one. But yeah, bro. Yeah, honestly, no, no, you did not was... correct yourself because I listened back to it, and you did not Bruh. once mention that you edited that note. Edited the note. Okay, it must have been a. Oh wow, interesting. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. Yeah, I think it's before yeah. we I think it's before we recorded because we were uh-huh. going through it. We were going through it and like um make sure all this is correct. But see, we were pressed for time, so I'm like, bro, screw it. I'm like, if it's best though, it's best though. It's Kevin's like, bro, are you sure? Bro, and Kevin, bro, I'm telling you, bro, you and Kevin's. Oh, I got so oh, I got I got something for Kevin. Cause I tell you, bro, like Kevin, as soon as he came into the house, bro, we was about to record, he's like, <laughs> I don't know what is up with you and Kevin, but like, bro, like. A lot of the talking, bro. Kevin was doing. Bro, I got stuff for Kevin. See what I'm gonna do for Kevin. As we're recording this today, Addison Ray and her whatever boyfriend, um, little TikTok or whatever his name is. He they yeah. broke up. I'm gonna make sure I get her just so I can put it in Kevin's face. Sensational, <laughs> in the words of future. <laughs> but yes, just so I can put it in Kevin's face. But I just wanted to mention that because I, yeah. I felt I needed to I needed to rebuttal oh, to, nah, to the disrespect bro I was like that job was hilarious when I went back and was listening to it I'm like bro we really get no disrespect y'all man. clown like, me but I was driving home from Tallahassee and I was like these people y'all the disrespect. Oh, the, the disrespect okay bet the disrespect see but y'all be mad next week Capitino Talk come out and y'all got three new, three new people on there you be like bro what's going on oh I, I decided to make a change go on reduce to atoms <laughs> Hey, but I fixed this dark side. I fixed this uh, in the flow because she knew it clown me in the WandaVision episode. This is your official spoiler warning. Uh, everything beyond this point is spoilers for Zack Snyder's Justice League. If you have not seen it, stop now. Go watch it. If you got four hours to kill, come back to us and you can hear our thoughts and all that jazz. But like I said, official spoiler warning. So five, four, three, two, one. We're getting right into it. This is your review for Zack Snyder's Justice League, directed by the Zack Snyder, written by Chris Terrio. Uh, The synopsis reads, Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists newfound ally Diana Prince to face an even greater threat. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to recruit a team to stand against his newly awakened enemy. Despite the formation of the 
unprecedented League of Heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, it will be it may be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League received an 8.3 out of 10 IMDb score, a 73% Rotten Tomato score, and a 54% Metacritic score. Uh, I do want to mention Justice League, which came out in 2017, the original Justice League film, uh, came out with a 40% Rotten Tomatoes score and a 71% uh, audience score. So just kind of keep that in mind back in your head as we talk about this movie. Yeah. So, like you said before, Slick Rob, uh, first thing we look at is visuals for a movie. So I'm going to let you go ahead first and tell me about the visuals surrounding this film. Man, this film definitely is a whole 180 from the from the jo- from the Justice League, Josh Whedon Justice League we got. Starting off with that 4-3, I believe he sh- it, the entire film was in 4-3 aspect ratio. And honestly, I didn't... I know DJ Noah had, had certain feelings about it. I was okay with it because I was expecting that from... Um, from Snyder, um, given how he makes movies, um, and like the and I was I loved the um, because this show honestly because one thing I hated about the original Justice League was like it didn't feel like a DC film like 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 granted it was a DC film but like DC you thinking dark rugged do 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 like I didn't get that at all like with a lot of their shots and all that it was so colorful and all that good stuff. I was just like. Nothing like BVS, basically, because when I so like seeing this, um, the visuals was very gas. Like I love the tones, the um, the color grading. Um, I love and I love the wide shots he gave, especially and then the tight shots when they were um, in regards to the battles when they were talking. Um, and also a lot of stuff. And then well, visuals also encompasses colors. I'm not colors. I mean clothing. Costumes, straight gas, like um, especially that, like I said, spoiler, especially that <laughs> black Superman costume. Oh, 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 yeah. sensational! That black yeah. <laughs> Like I loved it. The deets, the, the details. Like I loved it. Like no cap, the visuals were very good and actually looked like a DC film. Like DC is kind of the rugged, more darker side of comics, and I really did get this with this Justice League. And Snyder did his thing. Like this is actually what we needed. I loved it. Visual side, yes. Bro, uh, pretty much everything you said, uh, I agree with. Um, so when I watched this movie, um, I in, pre- in preparation for watching um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I rewatched all the movies that led up to Justice League. So that'll be Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and then Justice League uh, 2017. And mm-hmm. which... I highly recommend watching. You don't have to watch all of them, but just watch Justice League uh, before you watch this. It'll definitely help you see like the, the differences, albeit subtle or like blatantly different. Um, yeah. But the when I watched uh, Batman v Superman, I watched the cut that was on HBO HBO Max, which I think they only have the uh, Ultimate Edition. I don't think they have like the, the theatrical cut on there. I think they just have the Ultimate Edition. I'd have to check, yeah. but. That's the one I watched was the Ultimate Edition. And what I noticed about that was that um, it was more like he, all the cinematography and the theatrical cut is just 
you know, extended. And then, um, you know, you had other story stuff that happened to make the movie longer. But most of it yeah. was that the cinematography was, you know, expanded, which is yeah, what. And I said, OK, it's probably going to be this is probably what a lot of the Ju- Justice League movie is going to be. Uh, the one that came out this year is going to be in terms of just visuals being extended. And we saw a lot of that, like in the beginning where we Definitely watched Bruce, um, you know, go through the, the icebergs to get to Aquaman, which while it looked great, like it was, there was definitely points where in the movie where I was like, bro, it did not need to be this long, but mm. something that will kind of probably echo throughout the whole episode. is just like, given that this movie came out with such extenuating circumstances, you know, the, the Zack Snyder stepping down from the role of, as director mm. and then coming back and being able to finish his movie. Um, if this movie had a theatrical release, it would not have been four hours long. We probably would have been yeah. pushing three. A lot of scenes or, you know, expanded cinematography would have been on the cutting room floor. So you kind of have to, like, think, like, this necessarily wouldn't have been four hours if we had got it in normal circumstances. But since this yeah. is, like, a very, very special case, they just, you know, kind of put everything out there and kind of did things. But yeah. um, the cinematography, like, it was very good. And you mentioned the color, like, in, Ju- in Justice League. It just was very corny and like it was it was very uncharacteristic for what Zack Snyder had already like put in motion and with Man Mm -hmm. of Steel and BVS so it looked very different this movie like falls completely in line with BVS and Man of Steel how they look that darker tone but yet still looks really good um we do have to mention the slow motion uh it looked great but like it was a lot of it I think it came out the other day um that 10% of the film is in slow motion which means mm-hmm. that's 24 minutes of straight up slow motion in the movie. Wow. Yeah, 24 minutes of slow motion. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's a lot. Like it just so the cinematography kind of made it long, but like it still looked great. Um there were things that like looked a certain way even though this movie came out after let's see since this movie we've had Aquaman, we've had Birds of Prey, we've had a second Wonder Woman and I think Shazam, Shazam and I think that's it. And so, like, there's certain thing, aspects of characters that have changed because we got other movies, but this came out after. It's kind of weird, but, like, this movie was all shot, but, like, they added a bunch of stuff in. Because I think mm-hmm. the only new stuff is, like, the epilogue is pretty is relatively new, I think, and a couple other things. But a lot of it had already been shot. So people were like, oh, this is not how it's supposed to be. I'm like, but the movie was already shot. He kind of, like, just filled in blanks and finished CGI. Like, it wasn't really a... I'm refilming an entire movie because you damn yeah. sure wouldn't have got it in less than it a year. We wouldn't have got it around this time. <laughs> yeah, Definitely we would have been looking at this like December, probably early 2022. But Indeed. Uh, definitely look good. The costumes look great. Um, I'm still not sold on Cyborg's costume. I think it's too computer animated and he looks so skinny. Um, yeah, he, they, he, he honestly looked a tiny bit skinnier in this than he did in... Um, yeah, I got the feeling too. Like they said, he's supposed to get a bulkier set, you know, in future movies. You know, if they were doing them, but you know, like Cyborg's always been like bulky. I think, like you know, Teen Titans runs, he's been pretty bulky, and I think this is one of the few cyborgs that's like fully like a cyborg, and like because most of them it's like his face. He has like a little piece of his arm, maybe a mm-hmm. leg. But, like, he's pretty much cyborg through and through, but, like, his actual head, which is interesting. So, like, his green green suit's, like, one big onesie in his face shows. And, like, the eyepiece is an actual costume piece. And Mm. um, I think it's interesting. But pretty much everybody else looked great. They say Flash gets a new suit in the new Flash movie. I like the Flash suit he has, but, I mean, of course, every movie's got to, you know, come up with with the new suit or whatever. 
I so, didn't yeah. feel Batman suits in this. I like I didn't like the I like the padded uh bat suit, like the darker padded suit, like you couldn't really see the pads that much. But then mm-hmm. the one he wore in the final battle um against Steppenwolf and the Parademons, it looked like too bulky and it had like gold in it. It just looked weird to me. Yeah, um, I, I can feel you there. Yeah, I, I didn't really like that one. But other than that, it was just cool to see. And like you said, the black Superman suit, oh my God, like so disgustingly fi. Uh like amazing. Yeah. But other than that, that's all I have for visuals. So of course we gotta get into the story. Do you wanna go first? Yeah, so because uh, I'm like my throat, I talked way too much there. Wait, yeah, ahead. like I'm gonna be honest, like when it comes to this story, so I was expecting um kind of what I got, I was expecting towards the story. I was just really more curious about how were they tying more of dark side into this because we didn't get mm-hmm. we didn't really get I don't think did we even get any dark side at all in the I don't think we got any dark side in the original cut. Um not sure. But um I, I know, like we got I don't think we got any dark side in the yeah, first movie. So like they, they, they mentioned his name once. I yeah, think. they mentioned him, but like in regards to the story, um I think it was okay. Now, granted, the movie was four hours. It didn't even seem like four hours to me. Like, that's the biggest thing that caught me by surprise. It felt like it was well-paced, um, probably because it had already been shot and all that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I thought it was good. And the one character arc from the story that really, um, like, was big stood for out. me yeah, that stood out was definitely Cyborg, which Zack Snyder mentioned on, um, what was the big event? DC Fandom. At DC yeah. Fandom, we mentioned how his... In his Justice League, Cyborg was going to be a key part of the movie, and yeah, I really called him the heart of the movie. The heart of the movie, which kind of made sense during to him holding the mother box, and I thought it was interesting how he was able to like. It was kind of like reading a book almost because he had this this chapter, this chapter, this chapter, which was mm-hmm. kind of awesome. And the chapter, and it kind of, I liked how it all flowed, and um, I really enjoyed Cyborg's journey um through all of this. Now, Wonder Woman and Batman. I kind of got the same vibes that I got in the original Justice League, just done way better, way better, obviously. Um, I thought it was gas. And, you know, they were trying to find the mother boxes. Now, see me, you know, I'm not I haven't read as many DC as I have Marvel comics. So, you know, Mm -hmm. granted about the story about the mother boxes, I didn't know too much about. But like I loved I loved the idea of, you know, I mean, they were never I'm sorry, finish your thought. Yeah, I love the idea of how they were trying to go about on stopping Steppenwolf and how the um basically this is a, this is basically a story about people putting their differences aside coming together um not just the Justice League but you know we the Amazons and the um Jesus Jesus what a what is Aquaman's group the the uh, Atlanteans 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 I think yeah the like Amazons. You know, Amazons the Atlanteans and you know the other stuff and like I love to seeing that um, dealing with a bigger um, faction and then dealing with Darkseid, who, even though he didn't really have much battle shown, like he was a, he stole every scene he was in, like, and I enjoyed it. Like it, it flowed well. It made sense. We weren't confused as I was in the original. Superman coming back made sense, and um, how it tied in and then led to the wars, the ending with Batman's um. You know, Batman's, I think he had a dream, not a vision. Yeah, his dream of the of the dark, of, of the, I think the dark, I forgot what's called the dark something, um, where Superman basically is now the injustice side of everything. And I thought that was very cool. And I got glimpses of everything throughout the movie. I could see how this story was kind of like a segue into what 
Snyder was trying to do, but we can get into that later. But yeah, I enjoyed the story and Cyborg definitely stuck out, stuck out to me. And the writing was, I was okay with the writing. Writing wasn't too much. Um, you know, literally it was a DC film, you know, you had your classic one, one off liners by, um, you know, and Barry Allen, um, now granted, um, the Barry Allen from the show, I lean with more because I've seen the show more than I've seen, obviously this version mm-hmm. of Barry Allen, but I was okay with him. I love the story with his dad and, um, I thought it was okay in Batman just being like the flauntless rich man he is, honestly. I, I should have grabbed my Batman posters over there somewhere. But yeah, Brad, just straight. <laughs> Hilarious. And like, I loved it. And it was gas. And then Lois, last thing, Lois Lane, her being pregnant, bruh, I did not catch that until after, um, I think after Superman Hike came back to life and, um, they went over to the farm to see the mom and all that. I did not catch that she was pregnant till then. And interesting take for Snyder to go with. I loved it. So yeah, that's that's kind of right now all I got about story. Right. Um. So like like you were saying, um, you mentioned Dark Side. I want to tackle that first. Um, I love the introduction to Dark Side. I personally think Dark Side looked terrible. Um, I think, but I, I said so. I said he looked terrible, but then I considered. Um, the 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 future of like this movie was not did not come out in 2021. This movie was supposed to come out in 2017, and so um, they let Zack Snyder finish his film with the with and it was kind of up in the air whether or not this film will ever get a future. Right now, it's looking like this is kind of just a one and done thing. The trilogy's over. Like we're gonna re- we're gonna reboot the universe and Flash. Like yeah. this movie, like the it's over. So why why put you know all the the money into making Darkseid look as, you know, real or basically like Thanos um, yeah. in this movie for, for us never to use him again. So I was like, okay, maybe they're not going to go all out for him because they're barely going to use him. So I was I was cool with that. But what one thing I was not okay with was, so in 2017, the scene where um, the man, Atlanteans, and Amazons all band together to take to fight the threat that threatens earth. It was Steppenwolf that came in 27, that came in the 2017 film yeah. and tried to lay waste to earth and claim it for dark side. But in this film, dark side's the one that comes and he tries to take over, but gets stopped by, you know, the, the coalition of man Atlanteans and the Amazons. I have mm-hmm. a serious issue with that. A, because story wise, it made more sense for Steppenwolf to come. He fails, he pisses off dark side and then dark side, you know, expels him and he has to collect all these worlds for dark side okay cool and then it would make more sense that hey when i was here i found the anti-life equation like earth is one to watch but then sitting dark side it's like a um he was a mindless b he was a mindless monster uh like he was just screaming like didn't speak he was just screaming like like an ape and i was like why what is this and then he hits the ground right it's like and the same way Steppenwolf does when he finds the anti-life equation later in the movie. And then it's surprised when Steppenwolf hits him up. And it's like, hey, by the way, anti-life is here. And I was sitting there, like, I, even my first watch, I was like, but Darkseid, you found the exact same thing when you came the first time. And yeah, that did you not make a good case there. Did you forget it was here? Like, like I told Ty because we recorded our review a couple, a couple days ago as a recording this. Uh, for brackets and b rolls, that like when Zeus, well not Zeus, when Ares 
use the axe to cut Darkseid open. Maybe like he got amnesia or something. Like who knows? But I was like, you already found it, Darkseid. Why are you so concerned? Why are you surprised that like Steppenwolf found the thing that you already found on Earth? Like I was expecting Darkseid to be like, bro, yeah, Steppenwolf, like no shit. Yeah, we knew it was there. Come on now. It, but no, that was not the case. So I just wanted to tackle Darkseid. Um, yeah, did make a good case there. Exactly. I was like, bro, how? Um, but in terms of just... I, I really am, was fortunate enough to watch Justice League before I watched, you know, this cut because I just saw the differences. Like, the tonally, this movie is just so different. Um, one thing that I, I noticed right off the bat by the end of the movie was that... Um, that was redundant. That was a paradox. I noticed it. <laughs> I picked it up, but then, like, by the end of the movie, that was stupid. But I picked up that um, Lois Lane and Diane Keaton, Martha Kent, um, their roles were severely, you know, downplayed, you know, from Justice League. Justice League, they may have had five or six scenes. This movie, they had two. Um, two one and a half, really, because you found out Martha Kent was, you know, Martian Manhunter for whatever good reason that was. But um it's just they they were a part of the story, but they didn't they didn't need to be a part of the story. And like Lois Lane, although thinking about it, like in this moment it just hit me. So the remember how in the first Justice League, you know, Lois was the big guns when um they brought Superman back to calm him down and bring him back to reality, you know, seeing the love of his life. Yeah. They didn't do that in this movie. But given how the epilogue goes and how Lois is the key to everything, and given that I'm pretty sure they were they were positioning the story to go into possibly like injustice territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and real quick synopsis about injustice. Injustice is basically where the Joker um, tricks Superman into thinking that Lois Lane is Doomsday using Scarecrow's gas. Uh, of course, Superman fights Doomsday, but it's actually Lois Lane. He kills her. And, you know, in his grief, he, like, straight mollywops Joker and calls, like, a ceasefire and becomes, like, a tyrant and takes over the planet, kills Justice League members. Like, Injustice is a crazy-ass story. And so, basically, that's kind of what it seemed like this this universe was positioning itself to do. And so, um, bringing it back, Lois being the big guns kind of would have made sense, but also, like, it was kind of a corny thing because you expect something different and mm. so um they didn't do that and it's just other tonal things that changed this movie like uh it really i really found it interesting that you remember in the first movie the first not first movie but in the 2017 cut um when bruce first brings up bringing superman back like diana pretty much everybody except barry pretty much everybody was like yeah. um nah like that's like you're messing with stuff you don't understand like we don't need superman to come back he's already dead yada 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 this yeah. movie, everybody's like on board. They're like, let's get it done. Like, we need Superman. Let's let's do this. And I just yeah, I just thought that right. was really interesting. Interesting way to go about it, yeah. That I, those I, two I, directors had that had two different directions for that story to go. Go ahead. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, because like one thing, like that's one thing I said that was very interesting. Like Whedon, it seemed like everyone in Whedon's side, they had their own um Except outside of Diana and Bruce, like I said, I feel like they still had their same course that was taken. Mm-hmm. They just had more scenes in this one, obviously. Yeah. Everyone had their own, like, way. Like, they, they wanted to be sheltered to be to themselves. Flash, definitely Cyborg, and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And Aquaman, it seemed like... And also with Aquaman's story, I didn't mention, like... I didn't... I don't, rem- I don't remember seeing that much talked about his dad and his mother that much from yeah. the original... Well, from the from the 2017 cut. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I think that gave more 
more depth into Aquaman's thing because in the original, like, and I keep saying the original, in the 2017 cut, I just saw Aquaman, you know, show up, save some lives, and then, you know, boom. Exactly. I think about it. Then he just shows up out of nowhere, and I'm like... And I think that's probably why, because Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman, he was one of the, like, one of the more vocal people, like, one of the, and one of the first to really push the, the Zack Snyder, the cut, to, to re- release the Snyder Cut movement, because... Yeah. You know, a he saw Zack Snyder, so so it was one of the first people he showed the movie, and b it adds so much to his character. It'd be like if Jared Leto, you know, started to restore the the air cut, release the air cut thing mm-hmm. because they cut so much Joker, and this added so much to Aquaman's story. And I'm glad you mentioned that because, um, so one of my it wasn't like I won't say it was a complaint about Justice League. It just was like something I noticed on my most recent watch is that. Um, they gave a lot of fan service to Wonder Woman. And, you know, in yeah. 2017, Justice League came out no like late November. Wonder Woman came out early spring. I think like May or April. April. May. I think the I think beginning had, of May. Yeah, we had an MCU movie come out in like that May. And then I think Avengers Infinity War came out. Wasn't it Infinity War? No, Infinity War came out in 2018. I think. Wasn't oh. Black Panther. Black Panther was 16. I think. And I think Ant Man came out that summer. I feel like it. Yeah, I feel oh, like there was they an were MCU talking movie, about MCU movie up there though. And MC MC wait 2017. Oh, right before that was Doctor Strange. That's what I'm thinking it was. Doctor Civil, Strange. Doctor Strange and Civil War came uh, came the end of 2016, and then Wonder Woman came out. Ooh, dang. No, yeah, Civil War. Civil War came out late. Middle 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 2016. Middle 2016 because that was it was them versus BVS. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange came out November, and then yeah, I swear, bro, that's gonna eat me. I'm looking it up because I, I man was Ant Man was somewhere around that timeline. The second one, maybe it couldn't have been the first. First one was like 15. Yeah, the 15. Yeah, the second Ant Man was like that summer. Damn, was it 2017 Marvel movies? Uh, do, 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 do. Thor Ragnarok maybe was it Thor? Let's see. Thor. Spider-Man 2017, 2016. Yeah, like so 2017, it says we had, we got Thor, Spider-Man, and Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. It, I'm, I'm, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. I remember because I worked at the movies. I was working at the movies at the time. Yeah, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Then it was Wonder Woman, I believe. When did it come out? Guardians, I believe Guardians came out around February? Around February or something? Around that time? Because, yeah, Doctor Strange... Had dropped and then it had to have been Guardians. It had to have been Guardians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was Guardians too, because that came out in May. Yeah. And so, then yeah, Wonder Woman came out. Let me. Uh, let me hold on one second, guys. It's gonna eat me up. Not if I don't get this right. Um, okay. Summer. And then it came out that June. So when did Spider Man oh. come out? Spider Man came out in July, I think. Spider Man twenty seventeen. Film release. I think that was the last movie before. No, no. Yeah, it was July. So you had Wonder Woman right in between uh, Guardians Three and then Spider Man uh, Homecoming. And Mm. so, but I say I say all that to say that Wonder Woman came out that May. Justice League then comes out that November. And so, and Wonder Woman at the time was the best DC movie that had come out. Um, It had kind of broke the mundanity. Uh, Man of Steel and BVS and then Suicide Squad was kind of divisive on, upon its release and so yeah. Wonder Woman like was really a breath of fresh air really kind of put DC kind of back on the road 
you know, because it was kind of swerving, but he kind of put it back on the road for a second. Mm-hmm. And so they gave Wonder Woman a lot of a lot more screen time, you know, a lot more chances to be on screen and kind of do some of the tropes she did in the original in the in the in her solo film. And when I watched this, I was like, huh, some of these moments feel kind of forced because you're trying to push this character that's doing so well, which is not bad. But there's a way you can do it where it's not overboard, which is kind of what it felt like. But when they when you got to Zack Snyder's Justice League, you had those moments, but they weren't as forced and they kind of felt natural within the story, um, yeah. which is what I really liked. And then so you also got fan service from Aquaman because Aquaman's next film that comes after Justice League, the Justice League came out November. Aquaman came out. Uh, I think I think, no, I think, that thing, like that year. I think I think it was November. Like it took Aquaman. a minute for them to put another movie out. Aquaman, After, I think Aquaman was like 2018. Well, I know it was 2018, but Aquaman... It was around the end of Yeah, it was December before we got another DC movie. Wow, um, that was... Yeah, yeah that was a fat gap. But yeah, so then we got um, Justice League and then we get Aquaman. And then so literally at the end of this movie, Aquaman is leaves on a, leaves on a truck to literally go into the opening scenes of Aquaman, you know, mm-hmm. the movie, which is really yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, just... Things like that, and they cut a lot of the phallocentric scenes for Wonder Woman. The the tight shots to her chest, or yeah. the underbud shot that I absolutely hate in the, in the Justice. That's probably my, my least favorite thing about the movie. There's a shot where she's talking to Cyborg, and it's literally shooting her from the butt. And then you have Cyborg in like the first square of the of the frame. And yeah, I know, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, bro, what was the point? Like, a you know, not knocking Gal Gadot. She's like one of the most beautiful people walking on two legs. But like, she's not like well endowed like that. I mean, like, it, <laughs> like if you get what I'm saying, like it's not like you yeah. have to have that shot. A, even if she was well endowed, you don't need to have that shot in there anyway. Like, bro, it's 2021 at this 2017 at the time, bro. We didn't need to see all that. But Zack Snyder got rid of all. I got rid of it because he has never seen the original cut. But like he didn't think to do any of that, which is really cool. Um, in terms of that, like the just the the expansion on certain scenes, um, bro. What did you think of the the, the Amazon and the the redoing of that when he when Steppenwolf first uh, drops down in Themyscira? Okay, that was something that like I was oh like I was not expecting that like. I didn't expect a lot of what I got. Like, I expected it, but I didn't expect it to be this. Like, I didn't expect it that I'd really be so glued in that I'd finish. Because, yeah, bro, like, it was gas. Like, I thought it was, I thought it really did show the power. Because, honestly, Steppenwolf in the original one, he did look, he seemed very soft. Like, it didn't feel like they really had no competition when I watched the first one. So, like, well, the 2017 cut. But, like, in that one, This dude was throwing horses. Like, (laughs) Yeah, like Steppenwolf, and then you know when he said the fear, they's like show me your fear. We have no bro, fear, like so fine. He, <laughs> he like, bro, he real deal. Like I loved how Steppenwolf. Well, he looks one. Snyder made him look more badass than we didn't ever could. Um, like he real deal just looked straight like, like monstrous and like just like I was. I did not expect Steppenwolf to be like this strong and like in the Amazons. Like give them they dudes. Like they. It was doing their thing, like bro, and like, and it was like, a lot more emotional. Like I really felt like, the loss. I felt like I felt the loss, the emotion behind every time they took a mother box, um, from the Atlanteans and definitely from the Amazons, because like the Amazons, that seemed like that was like a, 
that's almost like bro like like the wedding ring got lost right before the engagement someone stole the wedding ring. that's literally the vibes i got like and it was it was just so gas um i was not expecting that and he they delivered they delivered especially um not the mother the um is that no that's not her mother her um that was her mom Habalata. oh oh okay yeah, that was her mom. her mom okay yeah her auntie's like, the one she, that died in uh Antiope's the one that died in Wonder Woman. Yeah. So Which like so because Robin Rice so raw. Yeah, and like it was gas, and like I'm just it just made it just made more sense on why these characters like it made more sense for like I said, like the characters actually wanting to come together more, like cause it feels like everyone was losing something, like something valuable, like to them. Exactly. They, like, they needed this. Like was, really, only people that like the mother boxes and that story wasn't necessarily connected to connected to was uh, Bruce and Barry. Yeah. Uh, like Bruce kind of was like, and I'm I, like I'm interested in the, how they put that in the synopsis that you know he was inspired by Superman's heroic act, which caused him to you know get the team together and, and do all this stuff. And Barry is just like, hey, I'm down. Like I've got powers or whatever and really they really changed this character a lot from Justice oh yeah League. indeed like, like they cut the line where he was like actually it's my favorite line in the trailer but it's my it's i don't like it in the movie and i'm glad they cut it in this one like in the trailer um well i don't have to talk about the trailer but like it's really well done in the trailer the way they kind of set that up mm-hmm. but the the fact that he's like this scared kid or like i've never done battle or like i need friends that's not Barry. Like, he's just, he's quirky, of course. Um, you know, kind of nerdy, uh, comedic yeah. relief character. But the fact that he just was was in it and he was about to just, like, hey, I'm ready to, like, help in any way I can was really cool. And him getting to meet Iris, uh, per- I, I don't think that needed to be in the movie. Him meeting Iris, yeah, that was a, that scene did seem like just a, a filler. A f- yeah. It was dope. It was dope to see, you know, him meeting Iris, you know, and it all, it, honestly, like they did, the acting was done well there because I already kind of felt chemistry just watching. I'm like, God dang, like y'all already seem like y'all already know each other. See, but, I'm already afraid what's what happened to Lois Lane and Clark Kent um, with Henry Cavill and Amy Adams is going to happen with Kiersey Clemens and Ezra Miller because like understandable. everybody knows that like, you know, it's just like it's Clark and Lois. It's it's Barry and Iris. There is no other like Bruce is interchangeable. It's cat, it could be Catwoman one week, it could be Wonder Woman another. It's it's he Barry moves, and Iris. He 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 moves like. A- and shout out to DC for keeping Iris black. Like you did not have to do that, but like I loved it. Kiersey Clemens all I did, day, bro. I loved uh, it, bro. Gang gang interracial relationships. Let's go. But like, um, I do, however, hope that like they actually give us time to really see them develop as a couple. And not mm-hmm. just put them together because we know that like they're supposed to be together, i.e. Clark and Lois, you know, Henry Cavill and Amy Adams. But there's just the like like he's like like I said, there was a reason that that scene got put on the cutting floor the first time. And I think that it probably wouldn't have hurt if it had got cut again. But then yeah. again, like I said, really there were all the all the ideas got put in the movie because of what it was. Um any, uh, let me see. Anything else that I wanted to mention in terms of the story? Do, 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 do. The Wonder Woman scene where she goes investigates the the shrine yeah. burning down. The shrine burning down. So stupid. Did not need to be in the movie. The whole deal behind it was that, like, I'm going to shoot this arrow to this spot. It's going to burn. You know, it's going to get coverage. Everybody's going to know. Nobody's going to know what it means except Wonder Woman. She knew what it meant. 
But yet she still went to go investigate. I was like, bro, what? Why? You know what it means. You did not have to go investigate. And you already know the dark side story. Like, you've heard about this story before. I think, I just think personally that was just an interesting, I don't know. I feel like he just threw that in there to get more severity to the situation, like, Mm-hmm. For like Bruce to work with, because you know, like Bruce Banner and um, no, you Alfred. didn't call him Bruce Banner. Oh my God, Bruce Wayne, Jesus! Yeah. I was I was just looking up at my screw you Marvel. I was looking at one of my dang posters, and yeah, then I, I thought about Bruce Banner. Sorry, but um, yes, but like Bruce Wayne, you know, Bruce Wayne and Alfred, they have their um, you know, when you when you bring stuff to them, they need. So they can, you know, Alfred has to investigate. So you know, get all that stuff done. Get all that stuff done. I feel like that was just done there. Like, it was literally not needed. Like, it was a good shot. Like, it looked dope seeing her look yeah, up sure. and seeing the crazy, the dark side thing and all that. He looked, it was not needed. He looked scarier on the wall than he did in person. Low key. If I low saw key. that dude walking up, I, I'm making business decisions. I'm like, nah, I don't think, hey, you can have a planet, bro. This really, this really ain't that great anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, for real. And, like, that was okay. Like, it did it seemed off like now before that the scene before that where she was at work and then you know you hit the mm-hmm. that was that seemed cool like and I think in Justice League they cut directly to her walking up to Bruce like hey this is what's up yeah like I'm saying like they could have kept it like that but the whole investigation thing was just it, it did seem kind of long I think the investigation thing was like how many minutes like bro seven? and uh, I don't know if it was that long it was definitely between like three four five like some yeah, like, it was a minute like I'm just like bro like it did not take this long like, one for not, her to grab it then two to yeah because in an exposition dump stuff we already seen like we already watched i think at that point we'd already seen um steppenwolf not steppenwolf dark side drop on earth i think it was a little bit before but we mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna eventually see this like play it out so you don't have to show us on the pictures on the wall but yeah that was one thing but you mentioned that the changes and we mentioned things that kind of could have been cut or didn't need to be changed um, there were some things that I felt that would happen in the Justice League movie in 2017 that possibly could have stayed. And I think Zack Snyder almost to to an extent did a disservice to himself by not watching the original cut to see if there's something he even remotely liked to maybe keep. Yeah, Be- that is true. Because personally, I like the intro, not the I had to clarify this on brackets and b-rolls, not the not the intro where, you know, they're asking Superman. You know, have you ever fought a, a hippopotamus? Not the recording, messed up yeah. lip Superman. Not that intro. The intro mm-hmm. where the song is playing, everybody knows. And, like, it's right after the title card. And they're kind of rocking with everything. Yeah. I really like that intro more than so than I like the Superman getting killed by Doomsday. And then the screams echoing throughout the world. Yeah, those screams Which was were stupid. Cool. But... <laughs> yeah. I think they also showed that in the trailer, too. The screams and all that. I that avoided was, trailers pretty much. I don't really remember. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of weird to see. It was very. It seemed unnecessary. Um, mm-hmm. but hey, man, that's the route Snyder wanted to go. You know, I'm going exactly for yeah. decisions for that. It did seem a little bit weird hearing all those screens and stuff. I was like, because like it's basically Everybody like bro, we've it? already seen BVS. We know we know the True. gist. We we True. know what happened. Um, and. One thing I do want to also point out how you mentioned how, like, each character was kind of getting, like, their little moments that mm. help dig deep into the lore of their character for the movie. And that, I think that that's the reason why this is so much well more received instead of the re- original, because everybody's other movies kind of when they came out were just like, 
honestly, watching Jason Momoa's Aquaman, like the Aquaman movie, Gas, loved it. One Bro, of my favorite I DC really films like that, movie. Yeah. that have came out. I was still like, I still didn't figure out like, like I didn't get more connection to understanding of why he had this so much disgruntled thing about the dealing with his parents until mm-hmm. I saw this one. It made more sense to why he will feel this way like he did in Aquaman. And then, yeah. and then you know, Barry Allen has his, and like it was, now Batman thing for Superman, his, you know, the honor of Superman, I still was kind of a little bit iffy on that. I'm like, bro, like, huh? Like, I get it. But then again, sometimes I'm like, bro, did he already know about like Doomsday? Like, did he, not Doomsday, I mean, um, Dark Side and all this good stuff. I was a little bit confused. I was going It reminds me of Tony, of Tony in the MCU, like in the way that Thanos, like yeah. just the, the, the looming pres- pressure at Thanos was like already on his mind. You know, the, yeah. you know the, suit, the suit of armor around the world and the the premonitions he had in Avengers. Yeah, Batman Age has of a lot of those. Yeah. Batman's like, and we need this. We need this now. And I'm just like, and plus, mind you, a lot of people, well, a lot of people don't, a lot of people said this about Batman. It's like, bro, why is Batman, it seems like everybody on the battlefield except Batman. Batman's the one that's patrolling everything. Y'all do have to, if y'all do not know how to look in the mirror, Bat, this ain't Batman, Batman. This is not the Robert Pattinson Batman that we're finna get, I think, next year. Yeah. Batman's been through it, like, in case yeah. y'all forgot, if y'all didn't see BBS, well, everyone's seen BBS, but you know, the Robin suit and all that. So Batman's mm. been through it. And these jokers like, Bat- are OP. <laughs> like, like, like without Kryptonite, without Kryptonite and BBS, Batman wasn't doing too much Superman. <laughs> Batman wasn't doing too much. Batman, you know, he's kind of old. Like, you know, this is the old school Batman, which is kind of good, which I understand why you like um, Ben Affleck's Batman so more, like a lot, like you said, I and mean, you really do. I mean, he's the him. embodiment of my favorite iteration of Batman in the comics, which is Frank Miller's run of the Batman. Like that is, yeah, which like, I have to mention at the end, like as they're, you know, showing where every, every hero's going, you show, you see Batman standing on a top, pretty much an exact replica of the Batmobile in the return of the, in the Batman, the Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes. And one more thing, yes. Yeah. Because that story is amazing and I really hope we like flesh that out, which I really hope we probably won't, but like ah <laughs> that that was such a moment for me. But continue. Yeah, like so I'm saying, like, I thought that was interesting. Like, and it seemed like Bruce, this was kind of like for Bruce, like this is like a last be all end all thing for him. Like, you know, he's he's not taking off the K, taking off the mask, but you know, he's he need, you know, he wants protection. He wants backup plans because he can't do it on his own. Right. You know, Wonder Woman, she, I, I forgot who said she's a certain amount of years old. So, you know, she's too old for everybody, you know, and all that. I think, I think Aquaman said that. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so, you know, Batman, you know, sooner than later, you know, he's getting to those ages. So I like how it was an urgency for him and why he did what he did. And plus Batman, he's, He's like the leader that kind of, he's literally like Iron Man. You look at, you can make the same case for Iron Man. A lot mm-hmm. of the battles, what was Iron Man doing? Trying to fix the situation from the outside where everybody else is on the floor kicking ass, like Captain America, all those good people. Exactly. Batman was doing that. He's taking care of the stuff up top mm-hmm. with all his gadgets and stuff, which will help give y'all more leeway. Y'all just give me time and I'll get this shit figured out. Bro, it's like a basketball team, bro. You let the you let the guards, you know, get out there and get the baskets and the big yeah. man. We in the paint making sure things cool, cool on defense and we going to vibe out. I'm One thing I do like, want to mention before. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was basically done. That was oh, literally my one take. One <laughs> thing uh, I want to mention before we get into the final battle and the ending of the movie. Um, you mentioned um, MCU and, you know, those characters, stuff like that. Um, I looked at, I recently, like the other day, my brother just happened to have Avengers on, uh, which was directed by Josh Whedon. And I was yeah. watching that movie 
And I was like, man, like this movie, A, is really corny. Especially by, by today's standards, it's like a corny superhero movie if you really think about it. It like, is. Rewatch it, is, it like... and it's hella corny. And then B, it's like, um, it's just very, what was it? I don't even know. It's like, it's very different and older. I mean, the movie came out, what, 2013? 2012. 2012? Yeah. So at that point, I mean, we've had crazy superhero movies. We had like both. Both Avengers, Infinity War and Endgame. We've had Joker. We've had, you know, I, I want to say 2012. I think we got Dark Knight Rises uh, not too long after that. It just so many great superhero movies have come out. And the, tra- the trajectory and respect for those movies has gone up so much that that movie looks terrible in comparison to other movies. And so in 2017, I feel like um, Josh Whedon, which and at the time when just Avengers came out, a only movie of its kind. B mm-hmm. it was really it was really well recepted because it was set up very well. And then I feel like Josh really wanted Josh really tried to use that same trajectory and respect he got there and put that into this movie where it really doesn't fit. And that's why you get Justice League overly colorful, super tropey, um, mm-hmm. dumb comedy moments that didn't make sense, and you get stuff like that. So that's one thing I wanted to mention. But Last thing on story, let's talk about the final battle. Uh, yeah. Superman is hella disrespectful and hella OP. He's raw. Uh, bro, he came back to life. And, bro, when this man hit him with the axe and he froze it and just slapped it off his shoulder, I was like, bro, Superman, like, bro, Stephen Wolf made bad business decisions coming to Earth, messing with Superman. Like, that was just uncalled for. Um, bro, when 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 like it went slow motion and, like, he punched him and Diana cut his head off and sent him back to Apocalypse, like... In his head, right to Dark Side, I was mm-hmm. like, "Bro, these like, these these people calling game <laughs> on Apocalypse." Like, that was like, bro. That was like something. I'm just like, bro. Like that, literally, that moment alone, right there. If we would have got that in direct the original Justice League, oh my, God. it probably would have got a higher score. Just bro, saying, like goodness. it probably went up like two points or something because that right there was just like. And the way Superman <laughs> flew up to the portal and was like, "I dare you to walk through this portal." <laughs> Bro, Superman was just, bro, like, that moment, bro, like, they told Darkseid, what's, what's good, up, nigga? What's, what's up, good, bro? What you want? Like, it's you whatever. Finna, you not finna do this. And I was like, that man, Darkseid made a business decision there. He said, let me close this portal, bro. Let me he go said, on, yeah, bro, I'm going to close this, man. I'm going to be back. Hey, my boy said, get the Armada ready. We coming. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I'll holla at y'all later, bro. I, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. We'll, we'll convene for another time. Exactly. But moving on, continuing our final thing we're going to talk about, implications, of course. So, as it stands, right, um, WB has already put out, like, this is the end of the the trilogy, Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League, end of the trilogy, like, we're not doing anymore. Uh, It seems tentatively they're going to reboot the universe in Flash, you know, with the Flashpoint story. So, do you possibly see a future for this? Like, do you see it coming back? Like kind of, where do you think do we go from here with Jackson? With with not only with Snyder Cut coming out, with it being so well received, you know, we got the restore the Snyderverse hashtag trending. So, what, what do you think? So, and just in regards to the Snyderverse stuff, mm-hmm. um, I saw a YouTube video. I think I sent it to you. This was like, um, I think back in 2018, right after Justice League came out, mm-hmm. 2018, 2019. I sent you a video where Jack Snyder was had an interview and he talked about because basically this was basically like the Snyder cut was never coming and all this good stuff. And he was just like, fucking, I'm gonna just tell you everything I was going to do for the second justice league and the third one. 
I, it's either you or DJ No. I think I sent it to you, but this was with your old number, so I can't go find it. I'm gonna I'm find it. I'm gonna find it and send it to you again because I know I have it somewhere and stayed in my archives. But it was like in regards to Snyderverse, like I, of course I would want to see it again because that, like one of those last scenes, especially the one with the Joker, and then obviously the you know the the dream and stuff that Batman had. Oh yeah, the epilogue. We gotta talk about that. I always place, wanted yeah. to see that. Like I always wanted to see that played out on screen and um. Because that's one of like my favorite thing about DC that I'll always give it over Marvel. It gets, it, it can really get more. It, it's a lot more darker than Marvel, like you yeah. know. And like so, like when this when the battles come, it seems like there's more to like, more to lose or more to gain if mm. you win. So like that's why you can be the more more edge on your seat when you watch those things in regards to Marvel. Yeah. Marvel has taken a different route though after the whole thing with Thanos just mm. swapping the universe like that, but. DC is definitely darker. So, like, you know, seeing that in Snyder, he literally, his trajectory of his Snyderverse is what I wanted to get from DC that I didn't get. Because, like I said, like, I kind of felt the DC trope after Justice League. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I just wasn't okay with it, which is understandable. But with Snyder, I. They really hit you with some heat after. They did. They hit you with Aquaman and I think Shazam right after. It was just it was the big team ups that was bothering me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, cause it, it fell. But then obviously, given the whole situation, I knew the situation. But I'm still like, no excuse. You got to do what you got to do. But then again, the just um, Snyder cut changed all that for me. <laughs> if y'all didn't, in case y'all didn't know. But um, so in regards to that, I would definitely love to see it back. Uh, and you know, and now regards to the whole DC, you know, with the Flashpoint rebranding the whole universe, cause like. And I go back and watch a few clips from DC Phantom a lot because they talk about how everything is kind of connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, I am, I can't wait to see what they go about with this Flashpoint movie. Um, one thing I did want to see was the big battle between the Amazons and the um, Atlanteans. Oh my God, I cannot wait. I, yeah, like, Jason so Momoa versus Gal Gadot, yes. Yes, I can't wait to see how they go about doing that. Um, now, a Snyder, it's just because that whole idea, it's somehow all connected I would love to see a way basically where they could take like the Snyderverse stuff and literally mm. because DC, like what's so good about, you mentioned this about DC is there's so more, so much more outlets that you can go to. Marvel's trying to do that now with Disney plus and all that, but DC yeah. has so many more outlets you can do in regards to cartoon stories, um, which animation, which they dominate the bro, department. No I'm going to mention that when I talk about applications, bro. Yes. And like, so and then definitely, like, you know, with the Snyderverse, you have HBO Max. And HBO Max and HBO was like, bruh, we are literally like a middle ground for DC to do cinematic stuff and TV-level stuff. We can be the foreground for that. And then I.e. Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois, yeah. So, like, I'm looking like, I'm like, yo, check this out. Like, what if y'all literally took Snyderverse and just made that strictly an HBO Max thing? Like, Bro, that because that's an idea. They, I've not thought about that. That was that's an idea. Cause that's you talking about competing with Disney Plus. Cause mind you, Kevin Feige over at Marvel, he already typing up stuff. He trying to he trying to keep this stroke going. But if they were able to like make a Snyderverse strictly an HBO Max and kept their whole rebranding universe and just keep the, it because it's all they're all connected because of the multiverse. I'm saying they're all connected. Like Bro, that's literally that's competing. Idea. That's that's. That's how you compete with big levels like Disney. That that's an idea. I didn't think about that. Okay, I like. And that. that's what I would want to see because we all want the Snyderverse, and we're all now we're all okay with what they're going to do because it's going to be something new with the whole Flashpoint movie. And we've been asking for this Flashpoint movie because it got canceled like how many times? Like 
at least twice. They, like they were, twice. they almost didn't happen. They were, they were having serious director issues and writer issues. Yeah. Now they pretty much got set. They just, uh, I'll, I'll mention that when I talk about implications. But continue. Yeah, like I would really like to see that because like DC, this is like after this, like this is showing the potential you had because Big Kid Kev, I keep saying Big Kev, but Kid Kev mentioned when he watched the movie, he said DC has so much potential with Snyder Cut. Literally, y'all mm-hmm. show the potential. Y'all show we can make good ass movies. So, if y'all were to find a way to keep Snyderverse going with, um, but obviously Zack Snyder and Warner Bros. Their little I don't I don't know too much about their situation, but if they kept that going just strictly on HBO Max because it's all connected, you could literally boom and boom like, bro, yes, and yes. it could work like. It give could him, give work. Him a, give him a series or something, or just like let him like do. Give him, give us like a David Lindelof Watchmen, and let him like kind of do whatever he wants for like ten episodes with with this couple characters, and see what he d- comes up with. I'm but, saying because they already got the stuff with Joker and then Poison Ivy and all that. Those separate from the main DCEU universe. Poison Ivy movie is going to be. She's such a like deep character to dive into, like in a Joker sense, yeah. bro. Definitely. But uh, for yeah, me, as, as we have. close out and talk about implications. Um, a lot, of, a lot of what you said. Um, I'm definitely ready. I would like to see Zack Snyder's universe continue. You know, make it blanket, blanket him over other directors. You know, he kind of create like Kevin Feige almost. Um, let him, you know, create the connective tissue, and then these other directors come in and do because you let them, you let other directors come in and really you do use their talents to to bolster movie. Movies can come out really, really well. Mm-hmm. I.e., Kevin Feige. Ryan Coogler for Black Panther. I don't think you could have done any better in terms of director. Yeah. But um, just the connective tissue in terms... It may not be there for each movie because pretty much after Justice League, all the, the movies really kind of operate in their own separate, you know, vacuum. You know, Aquaman was yeah. his own thing. Shazam was his own thing. Of course, the characters in the same universe, but they all... They don't they don't really interact. They don't talk about each other. Um it just like the animated movies, but like they brought them together in the end, and it st- it made sense because mm-hmm. of how that story went. Um, but yeah, just definitely doing stuff like that. Um, the you mentioned the re- the Flash reboot. Um, I'm definitely ready for that. Um, you know, it'll definitely help explain why certain characters look different or why certain power sets are different. Really, I feel like the only thing that's really going to change from the reboot is that new Batman possibly a new Superman. I just feel like the success of this will really make... Like, I mentioned this in, the, in brackets and B-rolls. I was like, if DC is sitting around and they're, like, standing on the fact... Like, they're standing back on, hey, we're, we're done with this, they're fools. Like, bro, they should be sitting around like, hey, this is getting traction. Maybe we, like, table it for now, but definitely keep it as a possibility. Because, yeah. I mean, why go through the trouble of reintroducing all these characters again when like all of them are like look i'll come back like i i see mm-hmm. value in what we've done let's let's like continue to work or whatever but it will just time time will tell because like at this point credibility is shot in terms of wwe wb being like oh we're not making any more Zack snyder's for whatever because i mean yep. they said like when re- when release started because started they were like oh we're not doing it here we are talking doing a Snyder Cut review. So like yeah. it's it's it kind of time will tell. But um, in terms of the future, we got uh, most recently uh, we got the Snyder Cut, of course. And yeah. as we're recording this today, we got a brand new the trailer. Suicide Squad trailer. Uh, real quick, since I got since since we own it, what'd you think? What'd you think of the trailer? 
definitely James Gunn vibes all over. Like, bro, definitely. Like, I love the Suicide Squad. Is obviously they're my favorite team because they remind me, like you said, they're the mischief kids and bad kids in school that mm. always get caught and like, but they always end up being the heroes at the end of the day. Like, that's why I love these Suicide Squad. And then the Justice League are just the higher ups, yeah, the tissues and all that. But the I love these Suicide Squad and bro, I can't wait to see it. Um, bro, yes. It, and it's leading to the Peacemaker thing that they're doing on HBO Max. Like we were saying, bro, I can't wait to see what goes about that. The bro, fact is John Cena, even more interesting. I said that, I said when I watched the trailer, I was like, bro, John is going to be in his bag. Like literally, since John Cena has gone into like pretty much full Hollywood mode, yeah. I have not watched something of John Cena like I have not thoroughly enjoyed him in. Like he is so funny. Like, I, yeah, like, bro, you ever seen him in Blockers? Bro, blockers, my bro. God. Blockers, blockers like your side hurt. The movie's so funny. And parts of the Uh, not, what is it? It's not fighting with my family. It's playing with fire. I have a poster on my wall. Hilarious. Just, he, he's a really good actor. Like, really good comedic actor. And I think him as Peacemaker is going to be funny. But yes. really enjoyed the trailer. Can't wait for that to come out uh, in August. Uh, we'll definitely have a review for y'all for that. But. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, As a final put on. Please, please, please check out uh, Superman and Lois on the CW. And I know what you're thinking. Uh, the CW, I'm like, I have to watch The Flash and Arrow and all of them. No. Um, this is something new. It's a, it's like weird. It's I don't know if it's it's a part of it because, you know, it's Tyler Hodgson and the lady that plays Lois Lane. Like, they've been in the crossovers. They've been a part of the CW-verse, you know, for a minute now. Yeah. But there are characters that have changed, which, of course... There were tertiary actors that kind of were in the background anyway, so like they're definitely liable to change. It's happened before in uh, these 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 shows, but it's very. It seems it's one of the it's the first CW and HBO Max partnership in terms of like them using budget, giving those shows bigger budgets. This will be in the same vein of probably the new Green Lantern show that's going to be on HBO Max, but it has the same showrunners as the Arrowverse shows. And one thing notice the Arrowverse shows are slowly ending. Uh, I think yeah. Flash is on its final season. Supergirl's on its final season. Um, Black Lightning already got canceled. Arrow has already ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard anything about Legends, but I'm pretty sure after two more seasons, it'll probably be gone. And Batgirl, I'm sure they're not going to eight seasons. Um, even though they just recasted uh, Ruby Rose's Batgirl again to some other chick. But which, time will tell. Um, but because Batgirl's not that good, I don't see it going very far. But all of these are part of the multiverse, all these could cross over. Like, if DC plays its cards right, their end game, you know, in quotations, yeah, could be huge because it'll have so many characters that they if they use the multiverse, it's just so much could happen with DC. There's so many places it can go, and it really can only go up. And, you know, it's funny. It happened just like at the Snyder Cut. We'll do it here because we haven't mentioned it yet. Um, epilogue. So give me your thoughts on the epilogue and we'll wrap the show up. Man, the epilogue. <sighs> Definitely better than what I got in the original. Like, you know, the original, I, I did like the little end credit scene with, um. oh my God. Oh my God. I just forgot his name. Jesus, how do I forget his name? Lex Luthor and um, mm, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, yeah, I did like that little small thing. Kind of was very confusing, um, but I in this epilogue, like straight loved it. Um, Luther is back in his bag. Um, I love. Oh my god, bro, it's I can never nineteen remember. minutes, bro. I did not feel like yeah, it was that minutes. was a long <laughs> epilogue. I can never remember the actor's name that plays Lex Luthor. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. I can never pronounce his last name, but yes, like I loved it because I'm a big Lex, Lex Luthor fan. 
just because of the whole story with Doomsday and Superman, like how he went about doing that. Like, yeah, those are the type of villains I like. And so, like, I was very big on that. And I loved um, the Martian Manhunter thing. I did not even know they were doing that. I didn't know nothing about that because um, I didn't get nothing from that, you know. Well, not nothing from them. I didn't know they were even going that way with it, with Batman, which was kind of cool. And um, and then so the thing with um, the shot, because I think they that was something that was just shot um, cause Jared Leto had not shot that, um, with, um, I think he just, I think Snyder just told him, hey, bro, come in, we'll shoot this. Um, and I thought it was good. Like it, we got glimpses of Joker, Joker, not, not the Joker we got in, um, obviously, um, Suicide Squad, you know, this is a totally different branded Joker, same actor, which sometime, honestly, I couldn't tell when I, at first watch, I could not tell that was actually Jared Leto. I was like, bro, there is no way you tell me that's the same joke. That's the same dude that played Joker in Suicide Squad talking about it's my hurt. Like, yeah, I was just like, nah. But like, and I thought it was interesting. I it did set it did it was a good segue to for something that they could set up in the near future. Hopefully they may be able to get it. Um I liked it. Um Batman's trajectory um was kind of what I was going for because Ben Affleck did say he's down to come back. So I love the epilogue. It was it was a little bit long, but like I didn't have a problem with nothing in it. And I definitely love the scene with um, Flash, Batman, Joker, um, Deathstroke. And, you know, and then the, the Atlantean girl, I can't remember Mirror. for nothing. Mirror, yeah, so like, it was very, I liked it. I liked it, honestly. And definitely setting up that, setting up some good stuff that they could have gone with um, in the near future. For sure. I'm going to uh, wrap this, wrap that on up. Um, a lot of, a lot of what you said, I really enjoyed it, uh, seeing a ragtag group of characters, um, a ragtag group of characters with, you know, Mira, Deathstroke, Batman, Joker, um, characters that we've already seen and see them in this route and kind of like in this Injustice storyline, I think it's called, it's what, Nightmare storyline, which is really cool, kind of a No Man's Land type feel, which is my favorite Batman comic of all time, um, just really, really like that. Uh, the, the talking with between him and Joker was really interesting. The dialogue was really well done. Not sold on how Joker was in this movie. I really want a more animated Joker, if that makes sense. But I know what you mean. Then again, uh, I'm Jared Leto's open. Like Ben Affleck's open. I think we might get one. Who knows? Like, like I said, only time will tell with these with this. But Indeed. all in all, really enjoyed the epilogue. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. To see him as the ball, Lex we all know and love, was amazing. Glad to see it. Um, but yeah, so that is it for this. Uh, I, I don't have the time in front of me of how long this episode is. But that is it, guys, for your Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League review. Uh, one last thing before we get out of here. We got to rate this boy out of 10. Almost forgot. Almost got out of here and yeah. didn't do it. So what are you giving it out of 10? Out of ten, I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a, a nine. I'm going to give it a nine. Whoo, that was high. Because it it really did. Um, like I said, like I wasn't the biggest fan of, you know, th- this took me off the DC trope. Like after the just, but this just whole, totally opened my eyes more because I see DC has the potential and they they actually can put good movies together. So right. like, this really? movie was actually very good and this. I had really didn't see no issues with it except for a little bit of, you know, extended shots and pacing, but everything nice. else, I loved it. And I'm going to give it a nine because I really, I enjoyed watching this movie like nice. throughout. 
So for the sake of, I don't know math, I'm going to give it a 7. I gave it a 7.5, but I'm going to give it a 7 so we can put it at an 8. But I'm going to give it a 7. Um, it definitely still has some story issues that, you know, was unfortunately weren't able to be fixed. Yeah. Um, but, and like, I, I personally think it was too long. I still think even though what it was, you still could have cut some things. Um, so I'm going to drop it down to a 7. But, you know, between our scores, it's going to get an 8 out of 10 table score for Cafeteria Talk. Um, like I said before, this has been our Zack Snyder review, Zack Snyder Justice League review. Um, thank you guys for listening, for joining us. Um, where can they find you, Slick Rob? Oh, you can find me on Instagram, Slick, without the C underscore Rob to bs underscore on Instagram. Robert yeah. UW116 on Twitter. My bad. You can catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. You can catch me on Twitter at Red Kool-Aid317. I've been a lot more active. Check me out. Um, also, as of recording this, uh, this one comes out April 3rd, so that's two weeks ago. Um, as last week, as of last week, Brackets and B-Rolls has finally hit the airwaves, guys. We are finally live. We have our first two episodes up. First episode being uh, Mob Ties and Wise Guys, Wise Guys and Mob Ties. Let me pull up the uh, other name for you. Um, the Wise Guys and Mob Ties, welcome to the show. And then the second episode is Wise Guys and Mob Ties, finishing the bottom ten. Um, we're going to be re-ranking and seeding gangster and crime films. So, gangster and crime films, you're thinking uh, Pulp Fiction, The Irishman, The Godfather, uh, The Gentleman, like all those type of movies, Casino, most of Martin Scorsese's filmography, if anything, Scarface, yeah. <laughs> all those all those great movies. We're ranking and seeding them. Me and my boy Fly Guy Ty, we're checking us out. Uh, available everywhere you find podcasts, pretty much everywhere you find this show, you can find that show. Um, it's Brackets. And B-Rolls, you can catch us on Instagram at brackets underscore B-Rolls, B-R-A-C-K-E-T-S underscore B-R-O-L-L-S. Same handle on Twitter, brackets underscore B-Rolls. Check us out. Let us know how you think of what you think about the show. Um, Slick Rob, it's always a pleasure, man. Uh, yes, this was sir. a fun one. Uh, I feel like it, it always, anytime we do movie reviews, it always just comes down to us. But I like it like <laughs> that. It's fun. We get it yeah, done. It is. Um, I thank you guys for listening. We love you. Capitalia Talk out. <laughs> Captain. Oh.